Alright. Well, that's gonna be the screenshot. That's gonna be the thumbnail. (laughs) (laughs) Welcome to the Get Offset Podcast. My name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. And we are coming at you from a dreary than it has been previously Seattle, Washington. Is it dreary where you are? Um, it's starting to undreary, but I, I don't know what the verdict is on this yet. I just, just looking out the window and Melissa pointed out that the light coming was a little orange. Like, oh, no, no, no. Is fire season no. starting to hit? Don't tell me that. So we'll see as the day opens up a little bit. And after this, I'm going to step outside and do the, give it the good old sniff test. The- I think it's already fire season and... Yeah. A lot of Spokane and no, yeah, it was what, August last year for us. Yeah. So. I remember flying when I was flying to August summer. First. When I was flying to Spoke, uh, Summer Nam over Yakima. I saw lots of, started seeing the smoke and I was like, oh, yep. all it takes is a shift in, shift in the weather. But it rained a little yesterday. So wouldn't it be some shit for it to be like, have just been beautiful. Beautiful, beautiful, beautiful for days and weeks and then have one day of rain and then the smoke to come like immediately after. It wasn't even rain. It wasn't, it was an, a non-traceable amount of rain. It like, it sprinkled just a little bit. It's like the clouds sweat just a smidge. It was cloudy. It cooled things off. It was a little, it got a little warm on um Friday. Friday was hot. That was ridiculous, but then I think it's it was, fair to say that it was hot. Yeah, yeah, it was like ninety six in my neighborhood. I think. Yeah, my mom was in town. I think she was glad that it was um, most of her stay. It kind of topped out in the low low seventies. So yeah, no. Yesterday was nice though. I, I went out and played some disc golf with uh, Zach oh. Hale. Oh yeah, that guy. So it was good. It, we got sprinkled on just a smidge. It was just enough to keep us cool. Yeah. You know, a friend of the show is going to be in town soon. Indeed. Setting up lunch plans already. So it'll be exciting. I'm setting up plans as well. Yes, we were talking about a a pit guard. Ooh. But I, I failed to order order the material in time. Though, f- frankly, I don't know if the material would have come in in time. But um, I don't know if you remember that that little tenor guitar I picked up like a few months ago that I've never really shown off or, or demoed. I might, maybe I'll, maybe I'll pull that guy out and film, film it today and talk about it some. Cause the weird guitars have been doing pretty well for me on, on the YouTube. <laughs> yeah. 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 No, I'm trying to remember off the time ahead. I don't know if it, I remember. It's a tenor guitar, telly style. It looks a little bit like the Prince Mad Cat. Um, so I oh, wanted to get a similar yeah, yeah, style yeah, yeah. pick guard put on yep. it. Like that leopard print kind of, not leopard print, but the... Yeah, it's just like a celluloid. Sort of, yep. So um, you can get those in from, from China, but it, so it takes about a month to get them. So uh, what we had talked about is he's going to come up, he's going to do some measurements on like a card stock, uh, and then he's just going to he's gonna make it in his workshop. I also have, he's going to make, um, I think we're going to try a mint pit guard for... The GNL with the B bender, the purple lightning, fever dream, yep. cloud sex guitar. I don't know. I don't know what the ne- nickname for that guitar should be. I think I like I I call it um 
I've been calling it the cloud titty guitar. <laughs> I think that six second hum. hum <laughs> oh no! Sorry, guys. Oh no! <laughs> six second hum called it the cloud sex guitar. I was going for cloud. I hit. I hit that little cloud a little fast. That happens. Sorry, now I'm just thinking about pillows. Anyways, move on. It's the gift that keeps on giving. And giving and giving. Um, so, yeah, but but now it's not going to have that paint job, so it's going to... Uh, I think I'll just be like the, the GNL with the beat vendor. Though, in all seriousness, I wish GNL headstocks didn't look like that. Yeah, I do agree with you on that. I think they're objectively... Hmm. I think they're pretty categorically like not good looking. Not the worst in the industry, though. No, they're not the worst. Who would you pick as the worst? I'm curious. Oh, I don't like the Diarmond headstocks, the really kind of ornate, scrolly one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I I think they look uh, a little too Rococo. And they look fragile. Fair. Uh, what about you? What's your least favorite headstock? Easily Veritas. I always forget what theirs look like. They've got like that medallion inlay on, on the end, and it just looks tacky. Uh, my Tinnitone has a medallion inlay, and I like it. But not not in the same way, though. I don't know. There's something about it that oh, just rubs me oh, entirely. Yeah. It has so many curves of Veritas. Headstock. It, it looks so. It detracts from everything else about those. And they already look like. Well, I, I don't want to slander any anyone's preferences, but not for me. The the six in line one is what I'm assuming you're talking about. Yep. They don't they don't have a lot of close ups on the headstock where you Can't can really see why. the curves. <laughs> um, Maybe this is not a unique perspective. Oh. It just it it looks like they're tr- they were trying very close to get to a fender shape, but I feel like you should just go a little farther from the fender shape. Well, anyhow, I don't think anyone's going to confuse that with a fender. So, because I like fender headstocks, I want to look at the glary headstock out of curiosity. So, anyways, what's new with you? <laughs> You know, I um, did have an answer for this. It's not, I don't have any new gear per se. Um, I am getting a guitar in as early as Thursday that I've ordered from Sweetwater that I'm excited about. I bought it. I suspected that I could have gotten one from Fender, but I wasn't sure. I just wanted it sooner and I wanted a guarantee because last year I um, snoozed. And I didn't get the the baritone from the Paranormal series. So I wanted to make sure I got that baritone this year. So um, it's on its way. Well, there you go. That's exciting. It is. It is. The, the, but the bigger new thing is is mostly that I've shipped off the uh, the the purple lightning bolt guitar to to be refinished. I think it's it's so dumb to me that this seems to be like the most controversial thing I've ever done. <laughs> well, I, I mean, like the comments it, are so 50 50. It's like, right. it's either this is the ugliest guitar, please refinish that thing, or how it's an institution. dare you? You're defacing so, an institution. And the people who are mad I'm refinishing it, 
You had three years. You had three years to buy it as is and keep it in its pristine glory. <laughs> it's glory whole glory. <laughs> it is a weird... You had three years. It was on the floor for three years in one of the most trafficked guitar shops in one of the biggest guitar cities in the world, if not the biggest guitar city. Is there a bigger guitar city? Is there like a place that more people go to for the express, like the explicit purpose of buying a guitar than Nashville? Here's my take on this. Uh, welcome to capitalism. You paid for it. It's yours. And uh, anyone who says otherwise, they're communist. And uh, I think they should be prosecuted. I'm not off a bridge for the children or anything. <laughs> if I was throwing it off the bridge for children, I can imagine getting upset. Right, right. Yeah. Well, that was a, congratulations. That was a Thank you. I'm excited. I'm excited. It'll be, uh, it'll be, you know, it's, it's nitro. So it'll take, um, it'll take a, a, a minute. For sure. For sure. Yeah. It's got a cure for a month or something. That's what I've been told. Yep. Sounds about right. Mm-hmm. What's new with you though? I, um, got a piece of gear that I haven't had since college. Oh, and it is. A record player. Oh, you got a turntable? I did. Yeah. Um, so I got hooked up yesterday and I uh, listened to a couple records. I started off with a, um, a police greatest hits record that I got from a random thrift shop in, oh, I forget the name of the town, but it was like up near like Lake Arrowhead area. It might have been cool. Lake Arrowhead down in California, like up in the mountains. Um, yeah, so I got that, and I didn't ha even have a record player at that point in time. And so I bought it anyways, and then a couple stores later, we were at a military surplus store, and they had a record player, like, hooked into the the sound system. Like, hey, mister, can I um, can I test this record to make sure it works? And then we just, the group, like, me and my friend group kind of just partied in the, the Army surplus store <laughs> to the police. It was great. Nice. Um, But so I started with that and then listened to a Jim Croce record, and uh, yeah, it's one of those, like, all is right with the world kind of feelings. Yeah. Did you cry while listening to the J Jim Croce record? Because I feel like that happens a lot when you listen to Jim Croce. I almost did. I think if I, I only listened to the first side, if I'd listened to side two, I think I would have gotten there. <laughs> yeah. What was on side two? <laughs> well, on side two is bad, bad Le Leroy Brown. Um, oh yeah. Yeah. So that, that's always a banger. I think that one's listed as second. Um, but like the the first side opens up with one less set of footsteps. So I'm like, mm. that was like that, that right in between, like you want to be like, yeah, stick it to the X and also like, but I'm crying. Uh, yeah. So good. So good. So I've got a stack. I'm going to slowly listen through and nice. uh, maybe read some books and kind of take the moment to heal a bit. Cool. So yeah, very excited about that. Can I tell you the other thing that's new with me that I'm stupid excited about? No. Okay. Okay, I'm just kidding. Please. <laughs> I bought one of those fish flipper spatulas finally. Yeah. And I've I've never made so many perfect omelets in a row. Like every omelet I've made since I got this little fish this fish spatula has been perfect, and I've just been so proud of myself. 
<laughs> and I just wanted to share that with the world. I think it's, I'm really glad I bought it. <laughs> I don't even know what you're talking about other than omelet. Let me, let me send you a link. Fish, flipper, spatula. It's just like a very thin is it like, kind of spatula. Is the shape kind of like that? I'm just, I'm messaging it to you in Discord. Okay. Discord. Uh, support us on Patreon at the $5 level or above on Discord for uh, Patreon for our access to our uh, special Discord server at uh, patreon.com slash get offset. Yeah, if you'd like to harass me endlessly and send me links to uh, um, cutlery and other kitchen utensils, uh, definitely support us on Patreon so you can get, get at me at Discord because I've continually checked my messages less and less on Instagram and uh, Facebook. What's a flat whisk? I don't want a flat whisk. Oh, no. no, I'm just sad. My, uh, my favorite spatula that I got for a dollar in college and I've been using ever since. Um, finally started developing some rust spots on the bottom. I'm like, mm. I should probably toss it. You should treat yourself to one of these. No, I, I, I already have a secondary backup spatula that I'm starting to appreciate more. You should, but these, there's, they're, they're game changers. We'll see. I, uh, oh, the other, what's new with me? Listeners, convince Andrew to get a fish turner spatula. Slotted offset spatulas. Oh, it's an offset, offset spatula. You have my attention. Hmm. See, this is, this is called Get Offset, Get Offset Spatulas. It's on topic. The other what's new with me, if we want to talk kitchen stuff, is I just got a, it's got a mini fridge. Good for you. But it's one is of it, those. Is it going to be a drink fridge? Yeah, it's one of those that's like specifically meant for, uh, for wine cooler. So it's like, nice. it's mini, mini. It's oh, like smaller okay. than a mini fridge. It fits eight bottles. Awesome. And not a single bottle of wine in there. It's all my aged beer stuff. Nice. I haven't been storing properly, and I really hope I haven't ruined yet. So good for you. If I haven't ruined them yet, um, they're they're now being properly stored. Excellent. So one of those That's nice fun. Facebook marketplace finds Melissa sending me like, "Hey, didn't you say you wanted one of these? This is a good deal. Like, let's go." When I was in Nashville, I I wanted to sell our old mini, my old college mini fridge, just because I wasn't using it. I didn't really have space. Yep. And uh, my dad said that he's like, I think we bought it for a hundred bucks. I'm like, ah, I think I can sell it for 125. So I listed on Craigslist and kind of had Rick manage it. Yep. Um And he's like, Oh, I got a, I got an offer for fifty bucks. I'm like, Tell him no. It was like a text offer. Uh, and then he's like, Well, it's the only offer we have so far. I'm like. Well, wait, I don't need to sell it that badly. Yep. A few weeks later, he gets an email offering full price. I'm like, awesome. See, I told you we should wait. And then the guy's like, I'll text you when um, when we're on our way. And the guy, he texts text from the same number that offered us $50 a few weeks before. <laughs> <laughs> Incredible. <laughs> yeah. Or I think I listed it at 150 and I took 125 I think it was something like that. There you go. Yeah. Yep. <laughs> I flipped a mini fridge. Oh my god! Hey, if you Maybe. can flip it, flip it. <laughs> yeah. That hey, offsets, with, it, with, with your offset yeah, slotted offset. spatula. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. 
Uh, this week's episode of the Get Offset podcast is sponsored by Caroline Guitar Company, based out of South Carolina. Uh, last week, someone uh, replied to the comments and said their favorite Caroline pedal was the Somersault, and I'd be inclined to agree that it's also my favorite pedal. It lives permanently on my Sunday Crush board. My favorite feature of that pedal is the the switch that maxes out the rate and depth. I really love to play that one on Good Boy during the chorus because I have a, this part that goes da 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 da, and I like to do it on that long note. So I'll it'll go da 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 It's really fun, and everyone in the band likes it. I love the somersault. <laughs> it sounds great on bass too, honestly. Oh, I hadn't considered that. Yes, great on bass. That's a reminder. I need to. I need to get round wounds for my bass. I think I'm finally giving up on flats. Can't. You should talk to Scott from Stringjoy. I should. Yeah. I should. I should. I should. I should. I should. I should. Uh... Yeah. No. I've definitely. No. I bought the the bass that I've got right now, and it came with flats on it. No mm-hmm. idea. What, it, I actually. There's no like identifying feature. It's like LaBella with like the red on it. There's nothing like that. So I have no idea what they are. And the guy had no idea when I bought it from him. And it's a Squire. So I didn't expect too much, but yeah. yeah. It's probably whatever they came with. Well, this one I imagine would have come with round rounds. He said that he, he replaced the originals, oh. but. Well, he doesn't know he replaced them with. He, he had no idea. Yeah. I also think he was stoned out of his mind when I went to go pick it up. Um, But yeah, no, I think I need to replace it. And I think I'm going to replace he he put a zero nut on it, and he didn't slot it very well. And so, like the the G string is like right up against the edge of the fretboard, so I can't even hardly play that. Like it, it comes back closer in um, as it reaches yeah. the bridge, but you know, on frets That's not what like you one, want. frets one through five, it's like slipping off. It's ridiculous. You don't um, want that. No. Then again, I'm a mediocre bass player. What am I doing with with a G string? So. It's, it's all I'm, E and A. I'm trying notes. to think. Of, do, 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 do. I have, I'm supposed to play a bass gig on on Saturday. I'll, I'll 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 talk about why I'm supposed to play one on Saturday in a second. Um, but I'm trying to think if I if I end up hitting the G string. I think I do. I think the, I think there's one song that has a run where I I, I make it up there. Yeah. It's fun. Playing playing bass is fun. I prefer to play guitar still, but uh it's just kinda nice to show up and play bass and maybe maybe chill a little farther back on the stage for this for this particular show and yeah. I think play, playing bass is a lot of fun. I, uh, I I can't knock it at all and I'm not yeah. even sure I'd venture to say that I enjoy guitar more than playing bass. I think it's just different flavors. Yeah, sure. I I enjoy playing guitar more than playing bass. I, I will venture to say that. I, I've been doing a lot longer, but they're fun. It's a lot of fun. I get, I'm getting a lot of enjoyment out of it. And I'm, I'm going to practice it a lot today, but, um, I, I know we're only about 20 minutes in, but I feel like it's, uh, unless there's something else you want to talk about before we get into the topic. There's one other thing that I want to talk about. It's completely not guitar related whatsoever. Sure. Then let's go ahead and get into it. Uh, 
I, uh, I came to the realization that I'm not actually upset that McDonald's fries don't decompose. It's like every time I hear that talked about, it'd be like, oh, it's so disgusting. They don't decompose. When have we ever talked about this? I don't think we have yet, but I just, it was one of those, like those life moments where I realized I, it doesn't bother me at all. And the reason why it doesn't bother me is I spilled a drink in the backseat of my car went to go clean it out. And I realized as I found like three different McDonald's fries, if they decomposed, how disgusting would my car be? So. It's my positive thought of the day. Anyways, back to guitars. I need more caffeine. Uh, I don't think we're going to talk. About, I don't think we were going to talk about guitars. What? But this is a guitar podcast. What are we going to talk well, about? Well, it's guitar adjacent. As a guitarist and a musician who plays live shows, it's on my mind. <laughs> so, I, I mean, I was saying supposed to play because I'm supposed to play a show with a band called Jerf. And my bassist and Sunday crush messaged me and they said, hey, is... Is the Blue Moon's temporary closure affecting Jerf's show next Saturday? And I said, is there what? Oh, no. And three days ago, uh, they had, in light of the pandemic continuing to spread, despite a thumbs up from politicians, we will be closed today while waiting on a COVID test result from employees. You know, for safety. Thank you for understanding where your masks love employee. And they haven't posted since, so I'm assuming those did not come back all hunky-dory. Yeah. Yeah, so um, Delta's um, as contagious as a chicken pox. That's what I've I heard. I've heard that uh, for every one person that gets it, they give it to eight people. Oh. That's a lot. It's a gift that keeps on giving. That's a lot. Put it in perspective, I think it needs to be like one or two to be containable. This is bad. So, um, you know, there's a lot of conflicting information out there. And what I understand is that at this point, with people being vaccinated and still getting sick, to truly understand what's happening, you need to have a pretty advanced understanding of Statistics, virology, and, and disease, which I don't have. But right. it seems like, obviously, you can still get sick. Yep. I mean, this vaccine is always, they've always said Pfizer and Moderna is like 93% effective against COVID. That's obviously already leaves about a 7% chance that you could still get it. Right. So the more people who don't get it that you would come into contact with makes it more likely that you could still get it like that, that, that makes sense in my brain that if you're still bouncing around with other little, you know, people who, if you're bouncing around with other people who don't have it, obviously you're not going to get it. If you're bouncing around with other people who do have it, you know, maybe you will, maybe you won't. It's just, right. it's just a numbers game. More of a crapshoot. It's a little bit more of a crapshoot. And then you see things like um, uh, people who get it, like the thing happened in Massachusetts where most people who got it were vaccinated. But you have to normalize that data because 
most of the people who were there were vaccinated already. So it's not really about like more likely to, it's just like if everybody is there is vaccinated and then if, if, yeah, you know, if everybody there is already vaccinated, well, you know, it's just, if if 99% of the people who are there are vaccinated, one person infects, you know, five of them. I don't know. It's, it's, it's getting more complicated is what I'm saying. So businesses in Seattle are especially, I, I, I'm aware of businesses in Seattle that are trying to do this. I'm trying to get around to it, Andrew. I'm really sorry. No, I'm listening. Venues, especially after being, after being closed for over 400 days are losing their patience. Yeah. And they are not interested in closing again. And this whole honor system thing is really testing them. So they're, they're like, fuck the honor system. A bunch of venues in Seattle are now requiring proof of vaccination to enter their venues. Yep. And, um, Lollapalooza this weekend in Seattle and in Chicago did the same thing. They required the paper proof. You had to bring your actual vaccination card to the gate to get in. And then you had to, after the first day or so, if you were like, what the, oh God, look at this picture is wigging everybody out of everybody in the audience all yeah, up against yeah. each other. Uh, they're like, oh, and now you have to wear a mask indoors. So, um, it's kind of a weird place to be because on one hand, I don't, I think it's a weird thing to make people do that to go to a concert. It's not like, it's odd. I, I, I knew that there was the possibility. We talked about this last year. I think last winter when vaccines were still in development, there was to already talk about vaccine passports tied to your Ticketmaster account where you'd have to be vaccinated in order to attend a concert at a Ticketmaster venue. Do you remember right. that? Yep. And it seems like that's happening starting with a lot of smaller venues too. Right. That makes yeah. sense. Yeah. So I wonder if I can find that list. Yeah. I don't have a problem with that. Honestly, I'm not, not even going to beat around the bush. Um, yeah. I mean, we, if you want to talk about mm. hashtag my freedom, um, you're free to do that. There's just consequences to choices. I think that's where yeah. some people get mixed up on that is like you're if you want to talk about like free country, like the idea of freedom is really built around, at least in the U.S. in particular, is built around the idea that you can do whatever you want as long as it doesn't infringe on the rights of other people. And the inalienable rights are um, life, liberty and pursuit of happiness. So I, I would dare say that transmitting um, a uncontained deadly disease would fall under that category. So, um, infringing that. So like, cool, don't get vaccinated. You you don't, no one's going to force you to, but there are consequences that come with that. So I I'm fine with that. People, the, the science is clear. I don't care if people want to have their own alternative facts or whatever. I, I mean, I kind of care if people want to have their own alternative facts, but there's really nothing I can do about it. No, I mean, yeah, well, and, I, and for certain people, I don't think they're being necessarily malicious. Um, malicious people are easier to deal with because at least you they, they are. 
there's there's more to it and you can reason with it and there's on the back end of like malicious intent there's usually the follow-up rallying cry of like okay but this isn't cool anymore guys and then there's just the there's the ignorant i don't care um that's that's the one that that like gets my goat honestly that's so much harder to deal with yeah, and that's yep. that, that's a lot of people because a lot of those people who think, oh, I I would be fine. And the thing is, like, you don't you don't know if you would be fine. We, no, you, well, you can't reason with that, and so at a certain point, you just have to say, cool. Well, yeah. you guys do your own thing. I can't reason with you. That's we're gonna get nowhere arguing in circles. But yeah. guess what? Actions have consequences. So we'll just leave it at that. You two decide what you want to do with that, and uh, have a nice day. And. That's, I think that's kind of where we're at as a society in terms of the way that this has progressed. And I think it's totally fine for music venues to kind of take it to the next logical step. I don't think they have a choice. God, I feel like people only ever share things in stories now. It makes it impossible to find, like, posts later. Right? It's really annoying. Ugh. I'm trying to well, find just a list of venues. I remember Numos and Barboza, they were all on that list of venues requiring... That. But yeah, I mean, there is people mistake freedom of choice for freedom from consequences a lot. That's that's the same with freedom of speech. Um, like you can't just say whatever you want to say and expect that there won't be any consequences from your speaking because there have to be. That right. is how yelling the world fire works. in a crowded movie theater. That's I mean that that actually is not protected. That's the point. At all. That's not even considered freedom of speech. That's Hate the point. Speech is not exactly like there, and, and then there are general limits. But even like, which is to say that there are limits to the speech from which you cannot be prosecuted. Like you can be prosecuted for lying about somebody. That's libel and slander. Um, you can be prosecuted for inciting violence. You can be prosecuted for uh, potentially hurting somebody that's yelling fire in a crowded theater. You can't be prosecuted for um, the people try to do this all the time. It's like burning, burning an American flag is considered free speech. Sure. You can't be uh, arrested for saying uh, a cab. You know, <laughs> as much as police officers would probably like to arrest you for saying that kind of thing. Um, all kittens are beautiful. Uh, you can, like, there are, but like you, but then if you say that in front of a cop and then someone punches you in the face and the cop doesn't do their job, I mean, it still makes them a bad cop for not doing their job, but that's also like something that you should probably expect to happen. Right. Like, if you're if you're if you're mean to if, if if you're rude to a customer like an employee if your customer is rude to an employee at a restaurant and they refuse to serve you that's not them infringing on your rights right if you that's yell at the waiter because the they got your order wrong they bring it back and it comes back with a loogie in, in the burger is that right no but should you expect it well yeah. that's assault actually <laughs> that's, uh, no no, no that's it's phlegm not salts there's a there's a okay that was that was pretty sharp but. Uh, that, was, that was that was all right. That was all right. I'm not going to complain about that one. But like, if you're wearing a company shirt and you go on and call someone racist things and you get fired for it, it's not illegal to say that, those racist things in a YouTube video. Um, but well, your company might choose to not want right. to be represented publicly. You're wearing if you're wearing their shirt, it's their 
it's their prerogative to not to not be associated with that. Uh, so then you get fired. That's not an infringement on your free speech. It's probably you're 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 probably I had something in your contract that said you would not like tarnish your your employer that way. Like th- there are limits. Like there are consequences to actions. Um, and sometimes that consequence is going to be, you can't be around people if you might kill them. Are, right. Do you know, do you, do you know, do you know the sort of typhoid Mary, Andrew? Not off the top of my head. No. Have you heard of typhoid Mary? Um, I've been told not to say that name three times in the mirror. Okay. That's bloody Mary. Uh, I think, but Close enough. So typhoid um, is is a, was a very deadly illness, um, and there was this woman who worked in food prep, and she was an asymptomatic carrier of typhoid. Of typhoid, and uh, she, but she would never get sick of it because, again, asymptomatic carrier. Those people existed, uh, right. just like not not everybody gets affected by mosquito or bug bed bug bites uh just like not everybody gets sick from covid ever they're asymptomatic transmitter exactly you can still have bed bugs in your house get bitten by them every night and not show any signs of it asymptomatic carriers so she worked in food prep and this bitch refused to wash her hands hygiene was not a, (laughs) a huge deal for her so she would essentially spread typhoid through the homes of everywhere she worked, through these kitchens. They had to lock her up because she refused to stop working in food service. She refused to wash her hands. So she, she's like, it's my right to work. Yeah, it's your right to work. It's not your right to kill people because you refuse to wash your hands. Like she will always have typhoid. It's all, she will always be a carrier of typhoid fever. And she will always kill people if she insists on preparing food without washing her hands. So they had to put her in prison. And that's, you know, a very extreme and very famous case of somebody who just would not like, yeah, you know, some people just can't be stopped because she didn't believe it. She didn't believe that she was making people sick because she never got sick. And sometimes these folk with COVID, it's, it's taking them getting really sick to believe it. And that's really sad. I don't think it should, I don't want it to take that. I don't, I get no joy from that. And I don't, but you know, that's like, it's the same. It's just what we've been saying, you know? Right, right. Now there is some nuance in all, all of this though, because with the understanding that Delta variant is still getting vaccinated people sick, of course there's a little bit of that. So I don't want to pretend like I'm ignorant to that fact. And so I think, it's probably not a bad idea to start moving to masks. It's, it, it's a good idea to still be in preventative mode and not just like, well, we'll just let whatever happens, happens mode. Um, so prevention is always good. Um, and then, but to a certain point, I mean, everyone's been saying if the entire world is not vaccinated by a certain point, the re- realistic chances of a variant being mutated and coming up that bypasses the the vaccines to some extent it was kind of inevitable Hi. so i mean now we're dealing yeah. with the delta variant that's kind of changed the ballpark a little bit um i'm sure we'll have a united variant soon and um they just drive people off planes but 
The idea is... Oh, okay. <laughs> I thought you were going to say they just throw guitars off planes. Oh, okay. Well, that too. You just, went, you just went blurry. See oh, no. the camera didn't like that. No, you fit, and then it fixed, and then... Okay. Um, <laughs> so... But I mean, the idea is like, this isn't going to be the first round that we're going to deal with. So we have to figure out what that looks like now. And I think if people are surprised, I, 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 all I I have to say is, you know, surprise Pikachu face. I mean, what did we expect was going to happen? So, I mean, the freedom's been nice while we've had it, um, for like the last, what, three weeks. Uh, I mean, I, I I was like, (laughs) even at, I think it was at Nam. I went to a show at the basement East with a friend, I saw Hailstorm it and I was looking around like, oh, this is maybe not the smartest thing I've ever done in my life. But I was, ooh. Yeah, I was vaccinated. I felt kind of safe. I was looking at Nashville's like infection numbers. They looked low. And then I thought at yep. the same time, people come to Nashville and then they leave Nashville for other places. Right. Well, and I you know the flip side of that though is like you're vaccinated. Like you might get sick. You're not really. I don't think the chances of you. Yeah, like much, much, much lower of actually dying, even if you do get sick. So if like the. But I don't want to get long COVID. I don't want to have those like long term effects. Like no, I, they're gross and bad and totally scary. No, absolutely. But I, there's certainly a degree of mitigation. So yeah. yeah. It's it's going to be a mess, and I think this is kind of just round one of dealing with what the future's got for us. And yeah. I don't know, that sounds depressing because it kind of is. It is depressing because I know people, especially in the music industry, you know, we were the the first ones to shut down, and uh, right. we're the last ones, basically, are coming to be the last ones to, to reopen, and we might have that shortest window of reopening if we have to shut everything down again. And we don't want to have to do that. People are gearing up for tour again. I mean, that costs money to just even do the gearing up part, procuring things. I mean, these festivals that are happening, they, I don't know if they were even, they were definitely not able to get like pandemic insurance because it's already a known pandemic. So you're not able to get pandemic insurance for something that's known typically. Right. Um, It's like how you can't get hurricane insurance in certain parts of the, the Gulf of Mexico. I mean, yeah, I mean, if it's like, ah, I mean, it's gonna happen. Like, it's yep. you can, you, sometimes you can get it, but it's just so expensive that it's not really, it doesn't make any sense. Right. Um, you know, I, I, I think it's probably going to be very risky to have these festivals. I think they're just really trying to like get these festivals like going, get their money before September, and then hope that they can have them again in the spring. Just like. Right. I don't think any of these like indoor kind of wintry things. I think those are a bit of a toss up right now. Um, I think fall tours are a bit of a toss up. I hope Sunday Crush gets a couple of gigs in. Um, I hope this Saturday gig happens safely. If it can happen safely, I hope it happens. If it can't happen safely, I don't. Right. We have we have other gigs lined up. It just you know this would have been a nice one to happen, but right. Like I, safety is paramount. We obviously we've worked really hard the past couple months to getting ready for this show and it would be a, a huge slap in the face for it not to happen because, you know, that that would that would be sad, but again, you know, we have we have other opportunities lined up, bigger better things. I just I really miss it. I miss playing live music. I haven't I haven't played a gig in front of people in like a band in a long time. I did one little 
outdoor song thing last summer, and that felt like a mistake from the the moment I got there. That was right. a mistake. Oh my so god! That was a mistake. I think the question naturally becomes then: so we. It, as a listener, you want to support live music. How can you best do that? And I think the natural conclusions are number one, top priority, get vaccinated. If you want yeah. to support the music industry, get your vaccine. It, that, that's a direct, there is a direct like causation effect between the number of vaccinated people and the effects that it has on the music industry. Bit of a cascade, but there is a very direct demonstrable like, um, relationship there so get vaccinated probably at the show i'll probably wear a mask yeah i'll probably mask up for the show i'll wear a cute cute little mask and maybe i can maybe i maybe i have time to order a cute one with some fringes or 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 something you know i have a week yeah i gotta say it's been nice not having to wear my mask um like you know Um, being able to work out the gym without a mask or run to the, the grocery store real quick. Like, it's been nice. It's felt good seeing oh, people. I still wear them at the grocery stores. It's it's nice to go to a restaurant and not have to do the whole, like, tango. Like, oh, the server's coming. I better get that on yeah, really quickly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, like, so it's been nice, but is it worth it? Nah. So I should probably start going back to no. that practice. Well, I think that now the QFC that I go to, they've put back the uh, you have to wear your mask sign. But there are people in there without a mask. So I saw a woman there with a mask around her her chin, and then she had a a button that said, Jesus is my vaccine. I was like, oh, (laughs) Oh, no, no, that's. That's not how people, Jesus people works. always people always ask me like oh it must be just all liberals up in the Pacific Northwest I'm like no no nope. just I mean I just it's just it's it's like where I grew up wasn't just conservatives like it was ninety percent but I lived there <laughs> I still right. came out with with the mentality with which I came out like yeah people. People, you know, believe well, what they with, believe regardless of where they live. Right. And it, it, I'm wearing my Protect Live Music shirt, by the way. Oh, there you go. Um, yeah, well, the ideological minorities tend to be a little bit quieter about that sort of thing in any community. So I was not quiet. Imagine me quiet. Some would like to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah so i mean it's gonna be a it's I gonna did that be loud a, sip on perfect on purpose yeah it was a good loud sip I, things are gonna be touch and go for a while i think we just need to kind of we need to take a deep breath remind ourselves that this is not over we had a nice little break but it's not over we're gonna be dealing with this stuff realistically for like a decade it's just gonna be kind of in and out in varying stages of like oh it's we're, we're better now to like well, you know, the tango yeah. variant's kind of kind of looking rough this year. I mean, I, I think it'll it'll be like an annual flu shot. I don't think it's ever going away away. And, and that makes me sad because I think that we were always we've always been three weeks away from killing it. We just needed well, to not go anywhere world, for three weeks. This is just the U.S. I think what a lot of Americans are forgetting is that the rest of the world isn't there yet because the U.S. bottle no, of vaccines. No, we but, were always three. We were always, if everyone just didn't move for three weeks. 
<laughs> stay put for three weeks. Right. Three weeks. Three weeks. Oh, that's asking too much. That's not going to happen. <laughs> three weeks. Yeah. Vacation yep. all I ever wanted. No, the rest of the world is still, still hasn't even had a, a huge portions of the world haven't had a chance to get their first vaccine yet. So meanwhile, 80,000 doses are about, oh God, this is a guitar podcast. It makes a difference worldwide. We're just, it does. this episode is literally talking about first world problems at this point in context of yeah. the rest of the world. This well, is New Zealand's had doing. live music for a year. Right. Well, I mean, New I Zealand is also like the hardest island to infect whenever we play what uh, was it? Pandemic, I think was the name of the game. We all play on our phones. And it was a fun game. Now it's it was. I'm sure. I'm sure it was fun. I'm sure now it's just like God's. Right. It's fun until it's real. Like, oh man, this is. Whew. Uh, yeah, seriously. <laughs> but sure, they're they're a small little island that doesn't necessarily have the tourism um, lobbyists that that Hawaii does. So yeah. they they're, they get out a little bit more scotch free. They have a lot of tourism, dude. Are you serious? Especially after Lord of the Rings. No, I'm not saying that they don't have any. I'm just saying that the the amount of control that they have over their borders as compared yeah. to Hawaii and the lobbyists that are pushing so hard to get some tourism money back into Hawaii that they're asking local residents to use the ration their own water so the hotels can use as much as they want. Yikes. Yeah, you know, something about mainland America has just never really given a hoot about the people who actually live in Hawaii. Yeah. So anyways, that my point there being it's different there, but I mean, there's America's not the only country that has had live music historically. And so when you talk about some of the venues in Brazil and there's other parts of the world where they're still dealing Australia with this. had a bunch of live yeah. shows. Um, yeah. Asia had a bunch of live shows. It's Asia music. was really it's universal. Everybody in the world listens to music. There's live venues in pretty much every country. Well, yeah, so. obviously, but just like throughout the pandemic, there have been different regions of the world that were able to control the pandemic better at different points in time that were able to revisit and restart live music at different times. And they basically all, but I think New Zealand then had to like squish it. That's, that's been a, a pretty consistent thing is that once you reopen, you have to then compress it again. Because, you know, that's what happens. Guess what happens when you put people back in the little box together? Yep. They're breathing the same air, and that's how COVID spreads. And it's depressing, and, you know, it's... um It's not... It's not... It's not, making, it's not, it's not bringing me joy. There are things I want to do. Yeah. I'm glad. I'm glad I got, you know... I'm glad I've had the experiences I've had while, you know, we've been reopened. I hope that... I hope that this, these, these rules aren't, um, you know, I, I hope they're meaningful. I hope they do help. I hope that, you know, requiring proof of vaccination in the venues does help. Um, I absolutely. Yeah. I, I hope it I makes think a difference. Make a dent. Yeah. And I, I think that's all we want because it really has always been about flattening the curve, not, Understanding that the it was the unlikelihood of just eliminating it is you know it's not it's not um it's not an attainable goal probably unfortunately um, but just making sure that you know the, the sickness that people do get is not as severe um, that the cases are 
low and manageable and their hospital beds. That's what we want because I think I do just want people to understand that when we talk about this, you and I, it doesn't come from like, I want people to get vaccinated just so that I can play live music and I can see live shows. Like, no, I, I don't want people to die. Uh, that's the big thing. I don't, I don't um, want people to die unnecessarily. Um, you know, that, that's, that's where it comes from. There is, of course, the frustration of this is the thing I love to do. This is part of my livelihood. This is a lot of people's main sources of income. Sure. Like not just even, not, not just performers. There are a lot of people from accountants to front of house engineers, uh, to touring managers, to people who just make the merch that people sell on tour. Uh, that it's a lot harder to move from a web store for some reason. Like there are a lot of people whose livelihoods rely on, on live touring and the try as we did in the pandemic. And though, you know, there was some success. I don't think it was apples for apples, you know? Right. Right. Well, we'll figure it as we go. I'm not, no, I'm not all doom and gloom about it. I think we're going to be just fine. Um, I think it's just going to be a little bit of touch and go and just got to be a little flexible, give some grace to music venues who are literally just trying to survive. Can anyone blame them? I can't. So no. let them do their thing. If you don't like it, don't give your money to another business. I think it's. I, I want the venues to survive. I mean, it would be preferable. One of the best things about Seattle and one of the things that makes its music scene so um, lively is that it has such a, a wide range of venues. It has lots of small clubs that bands can come up in and then slowly, slowly grow and then big, big, big clubs and venues and stadiums. Um, it just is a really diverse ecosystem in that regard in terms of clubs that accommodate specific genres to more diverse genres to different sizes, different areas. Um, I really don't want Seattle to lose that. Totally. There's, there's absolutely a chance of significant impact from all of this. And um, and if there wasn't, I don't know. I, I know that you're like, I don't want people to die. And part of me is like, I don't know. Let Darwin do what Darwin does. If, if it's I on mean, an individual uh, level and you're really going to make that choice. Actions have consequences. Congratulations. You just won the Darwin award. I, there's part of me that wants to be like, that's fine. But it, because it's got effects outside of individual people on a very large scale. With it's not just, the, it's not, but it's not just people who chose to not get the vaccine. Exactly. It's just people that's who can't point. get it. And that's the problem. That's the bigger problem. But you know, it's a lot of people who are getting, I, I have less sympathy for like the, the the radio talk radio DJ guys who are uh you know who got COVID and I have a lot less sympathy for them because they were spewing it. I have a lot more sympathy for the people who are just you know led astray. They trusted totally. politicians and they trusted you know not that they should have they they trusted people who weren't scientists and that you know and that was you know a fatal mistake and. I don't, I don't, I don't think that's how people should die. And 600,000 people already did. Right. And it wasn't just the people who were stupid or in charge. Uh, a lot of it was the people who couldn't afford to not work. Uh, I think like one of the most dangerous jobs outside of the healthcare field was, uh, line cooks. So another thing people was like, nobody wants to work at McDonald's anymore as a line cook. I'm like, 
Well, a lot of them died. Yeah. Six hundred. We're just like ignoring the fact that six hundred thousand people died in the in this discussion about like labor shortages, totally. which is kind of amazing. I know it was a lot of like older people, but it was a lot of younger people too. That's a lot of. It's a lot of. It's a lot of the workforce that just kind of disappeared. That was dark. I know. I'm sorry. No, I mean, I started with going out on a limb with the Darwin thing. That's, and that's certainly coming from a place of frustration on my end. Of course, I'm not that heartless, but there's that, that part of me that's like, screw it. That's fine. You do your thing. I, I'm done arguing. So, yeah, I mean, I don't, I don't argue with people about it. Like one on one, I'm not going to. I um, mean, one of my, a family member blocked me on Facebook about, <laughs> I'm positive she's not getting a vaccine. I'm shocked by it. I'm shocked that she blocked me. That was unexpected. <laughs> Amazing. Well. Yeah. Well, I think we better, we might want to call this one before it gets darker. Just uh, know that you might want to call places you're going and ask if you're going to need to show proof of vaccination before you go. Should I laminate my card? No, you're not supposed to laminate them. Uh, you can make a copy and you can laminate that, but you're not supposed to laminate the original one because you may have mm. to have a booster added to it. Apparently there are apps, but also you can just take a picture on your phone in some cases. Mine's on my fridge, my card. Are you looking at yours right now? It's mine. Yeah, the resolution's still not good enough to have read that, but... Well, it's never be too safe. I'm not posting pictures of it. Understandable. A lot of people I don't did. want people to know that I was born in 1994. Such a baby. 1994. Well, they'll never know now, Andrew. Right. Now they'll never know Full that you were proof. born in 1994. <laughs> Is far before or after five. Oh, uh, music related note. Wiggles. Oh, yes, we are only $10 away um, from our Patreon goal of $150 a month. I would have Andrew do a some Wiggles cover and some medley <laughs> genre. There will be screaming. There, there will be distortion. There will be, uh, there will be some fun. I, I was actually just hanging out with a buddy of mine last night, and he's uh, he, he at one point in time in a former life was a, was a producer. Um, and I was like, hey, do you want to? Tell you what, if I give you beer, we hang out for an afternoon. Could we just like crank this out and have some fun with it? He's like, yeah, yeah absolutely. Yeah. He did uh, like some indie production. Nice. Um, and he's like, but he, he's like, here's the thing. Metal's the most fun to do because <laughs> it's just so wild. <laughs> There's no. So he's excited for it. I'm excited for it. I think we're shooting for in a couple of weeks, but nice. there's, I've got it lined up. We'll sit down. He, he knows more than I do about some of the, the finer things in life. Um, awesome. So I'll scream. We're so close. It'll be, but so close. I, uh, I, I won't be releasing it until we hit, hit the goal. I'm just preemptively getting ahead of it. Cause well, we me should procrastinate, really... I would never. we're so close though. We are so close. We are currently at $140 a month and we need to get to $150 a month. I think we can do it. I think we can do it. Well, alrighty. Okay. Well, um, yes. Yeah, so, uh, again, patreon.com slash get offset. We have merch at get offset slash shop. 
Uh, please rate, review, uh, subscribe on iTunes, like, comment, subscribe on YouTube. Um, if you're watching this, thanks for watching. Thanks for listening. If you're just listening. And uh, thanks for understanding. Until next time, my name is Emily. And my name is Andrew. Goodbye. Bye. Bye.